Hey y'all. <laughs> Welcome to the thoughts of a dreamer. I made it, did we? Yogurt class. Yogurt. No, I'm just talking. I am your instructor, <laughs> Terry. I went up, girl. <laughs> and today we're gonna take a journey, a journey through our minds. Okay, let's go. Through breathing, mm-hmm. stretching. I need that. And strength. Mm. We're gonna start with our first pose. Okay. Bend at the waist. Hands, palms, touch the floor. I can't, I can't get that far. I can't get that far. I'm going to breathe in. Oh, it hurt. And out. <sighs> I caught something on my back. I caught. Go back, my back. Listen, okay. Okay. I ain't that flexible. Y'all okay. can't be starting out with these hard moves. Oh. What, a, what a beginner class. I know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Who feel like doing an intro? I feel like doing an intro. I, I haven't done an intro in, I feel, like three months. Three months. It is ridiculous because, you know, I love doing those little intros because I'm silly. You know, I mean, there's a little emotional thing going on, for just just wrapped up in the whirlwind. And, but I feel like I'm, I'm more settled now and my creative juices are flowing. They're flowing. Did y'all laugh? I just wanted y'all to laugh. Did y'all laugh? I think I heard you. I think I know I heard you. You laugh. You kiki. I, I think I heard you. Well, welcome back. Welcome back to the Thoughts of Dream podcast with me. Me, Miss Terry Nikki. For those of you who are new, hey, y'all, I'm silly. Uh, I am silly. Thoughts of a Dreamer is a podcast that's specifically designed and dedicated to and for dreamers and creatives and entrepreneurs and visionaries and visitors who feel as though I can't get to that next level. So I'm here to just, you know, have a conversation. Let's chit chat. Talk out some of those mental hurdles or roadblocks you may be experiencing so that you can achieve and live out your dreams. So welcome. This is the sixth my goodness sixth installment of the entrepreneurial mindset where i am talking about us as creatives and and visionaries making or allowing our creations to sustain us financially and by doing that we're going to be businessmen and women so we need to understand the entrepreneurial mindset so that we have that good basis and know what the deuce we are doing. Okay. Okay. So this is installment number six, numero six. Okay. Six. And I want to talk about what flexibility, flexibility, being flexible during my research at During my research about the entrepreneurial mindset, being flexible was on every single list. And I can tell you that during my research, a lot of things kind of hit home for me. And I am hoping that they will hit home for you. So let's get this thing started. Now, we all know what the word flexible means. But just to be thorough, I want to read three different definitions of flexible. Flexible, number one, capable of bending easily without breaking. Number two, able to be easily modified to respond to altered circumstances or conditions. Hmm. Numero tres, ready and able 
to change so as to adapt to different circumstances. Hmm. Flexible. Flexibility. As someone who desires their creations to sustain them financially, we as creatives, we as dreamers, often marry our vision. We stand at the altar and we look at one another and we say, till death do us part, to the death, to the death. And by doing that, we create this wall. It's just me, myself, and my vision. Ain't nobody going to do nothing to us. We good. We're going to sit there hand in hand, swinging, swaying, records playing, and ain't nobody going to change or alter this bond. And by doing that, you become boxed in to the vision. Yes, that has its perks. But yes, that is called being stubborn. As an entrepreneur and switching into your business mindset, we have to have the ability to be flexible and find that sweet spot in between our stubbornness, being married to our vision, being married to the ideas, being married to the details versus our business sense and being flexible to the market, being flexible to your consumer and being open to what it is that is considered your version of success. And if that ultimately turns into finances, what that means to you. So want to talk about number one, the perks of being stubborn. Because we got to have it as creatives, as visionaries. We have to have stubbornness. I want to move on by talking about change and what we can do to really accept change a little better. And number three, talk more about flexibility and how we can become more flexible. Okay, so let's get this thing started. Number one, I ran on this quote. And it is by Mr. John Austin, who is the senior director of NCID, NCIDEA. And he says, you have to be stubborn enough to hold on to your vision when people tell you it'll never work, but flexible enough to adapt, change, and iterate that idea until you have found the solution for your customer's problem. You need to fall in love with your customer's problem and not in love with your solution so that you can adapt to meet their needs. Hmm. Do y'all remember in 2013, the doorbot was introduced to the Shark Tank? I believe the inventor, his name was Jamie Seminoff, pitched the doorbot in Shark Tank in 2013. And this was this robot that was a doorbell that was gonna capture all the goings on outside of the door. And he left with no offers. I think Mr. Wonderful pitched one of his bogus offers, you know, like I'll give you a loan so that you can cross the Mississippi River on a boat if you pay me back 50% interest. You know, he does some stuff like that. But he left, as in Jamie, left with no offers. You guys all know the success of the now ring. If you were to look at the prototype of the doorbot, 
and compare it to the now so famous ring, you can see that yes, the creator was stubborn enough to allow his vision to see the light of day, but flexible enough to allow change to happen to the creation. The, the idea was still there. The inner workings were still there. The details of it is what changed. And now it's more sleek. There are different designs. It does different things. It has advanced and evolved from what the initial prototype was because they were stubborn enough to keep the vision, but flexible enough to allow details to unravel and allow that vision to evolve to the customer's market. Believe it or not, being stubborn is not a bad thing, especially when it comes to your vision. Being stubborn is not a bad thing to a point. And, you know, we're often trying to find that sweet spot in between being stubborn and flexible, right? So we have to think about the pros of being stubborn and why it's a good reason or why it's a good idea to be stubborn in your business or to be stubborn with your vision. Number one, being stubborn, guess what? You're going to do it. You're going to do the work. If you have an emotional attachment and you know that you know that you know and nobody can alter that then that means that you're going to do what it is that you need to do. That means you're going to have the desire to see that thing through. It means you are going to be more decisive because you already have an idea in your mind as to what you want. So if anything doesn't come close to what you have in your mind, you can easily eliminate that. That's a perk of being stubborn. That's a perk. When you're stubborn with your vision, opinions don't sway you. You're not swayed by people. You stick to that thing. Your loyalty runs deep. Your loyalty runs deep to that vision. And this is something that is necessary to have. Because if you see the vision and you know what the vision is and you want to hold on to that, being stubborn allows you not to be swayed by people's opinion of maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. You're like, now, now I'm going to do it this way. So as I further my research, I was wondering, well, why would I need to be flexible as an entrepreneur? Yes, I understand I have to do it as a market sense, but let me break that down a little bit more. So when it comes to flexibility and us being stubborn as creatives, we love to hold our idea hostage. But the fact of the matter is you cannot control everything you're doing youtube videos you can't control who watches them you're putting up tiktoks you can't control who watches them you have to rely on an algorithm to shop your video out to whomever and even if they shop the video out to people there's no guarantee that the people will heart or the people will subscribe or the people will like your content there are some aspects of our vision that we are not able to control, yet we love to hold on to the vision so tight that we will not allow our details to switch or to tweak a bit to appease the people that we are looking to appease. 
Some people think of it as selling out your dreams, selling out your goals, selling out your vision. You're not selling them out if in fact you're stubborn enough to allow the skeleton to be there. But sometimes the vision will change. The one constant in life, guess what? It's change. So we have to have the ability to allow change in to our vision. Have you guys ever heard of the serenity prayer? And I've never made it a secret that I'm very spiritual, but the serenity prayer goes a little something like, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. There was at one point in my life where honestly, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know I was going. I was just going whatever the wind blow, whatever emotion came across me, my, my mind, my ideas, everything just changed with my emotion. And I was just flailing about like a paper sack in the wind, you know, like a plastic bag in the wind, just, just blowing. But once I started to recite the serenity prayer, I started to ground and understand that, okay, I can't change these things. I want everybody to watch my video. I want everybody to listen to this podcast. I can't change who listens to it. But what I can do is change the format or maybe change the day it's released or maybe change the way that I present my message so that it can appeal to more people. I may be able to change a name. I may, y'all may look up and it not be the thoughts of a dream podcast anymore. It may be creative thoughts or, uh, creative perspectives or something like that. You know, it's something I actually thought about before, but nonetheless, what I'm saying is being able to allow change in and understanding that it's going to happen regardless, accepting the things that you can't change and, Having the courage to change the things that you do have a hold on is something that will be of great assistance to you during this entrepreneurial journey. Also, the reason why you want to be flexible is because it makes you resilient. It it definitely makes you resilient. You know, it makes you feel like, okay, I can conform. I can adapt, I can change, I can be a chameleon, even though the market may change, even though the business eyesight may change, even though the uh, desire of such may change, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're up the creek without a paddle. When life changes, when the market changes, when the algorithm changes, you being flexible are now more resilient because you can change with it. You can tweak with it because now you know, all right, this is what I got to do in order to get it done in order for me to get the point that I need to get. It makes you more, more resilient. So when we think about change, we all know that our mind is this supercomputer and it's really resistant to change. We like doing things the way we do things. However, change is the only constant in life. So when we go through those transformational times, it, it, it becomes difficult for us to handle. But as an entrepreneur, we have to have our finger on the pulse. We have to have our finger on the changes. We have to understand the algorithms. We have to understand our customer's problem. We have to understand what the market is and those things are ever changing. So there are a few ways that we can make change 
easier and and have the ability to accept those things that we can't change. And number one is understanding that change is a constant. You know that change is always going to happen. You know that change is always going to happen. And because change always happens, there's always this gray area of I don't know. How many of y'all feel a way when you say, I don't know? How many of y'all feel a sense of embarrassment? How many of y'all, your your perfectionism is, is sparked? How many of y'all feel like I need to know in order for me to have a plan? I need to know in order for me to da 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 Change always brings about gray areas where we don't know. And trial and error will allow us to understand or gain the knowledge to get through the times of uncertainty. Uncertainty brings about a vulnerability that you just aren't, you don't want to be vulnerable. Nobody wants to be vulnerable all the damn time. No one wants to be vulnerable. But change brings on uncertainty, which causes vulnerability because you don't know and you can't control something you don't know. But some of us like to hold on to that false insecurity of, okay, I know this. I'm going to pretend like it's going to happen. You don't know. You don't know. So once you, the sooner that you accept that things are going to change and that you don't know what that change may bring, the better and more open that you will be. That in itself will keep you in the present. You can think about the future, but you're not going to know what's going to happen in the future until the present occurs. We we didn't know anything about what COVID was going to bring. No one had ever experienced anything like this in a lifetime. Some people in, experienced the influenza pandemic way back when in the early XYZ QRSs. But what I'm saying is we had to learn how to adapt, quickly change and figure out what that great area of uncertainty and try to minimize it as quickly as we could to get things back to where we needed to be. When things change and the wind blows you, we are very uncomfortable. We are very vulnerable. So we want to lean on the comfortability or the words of others to allow us or help us blow, steer, stay in the right direction of what we need to go or where we need to be. And sometimes you need to go through that change by yourself because that then preserves the integrity of your vision. When you ask somebody about the vision and the vision is changing, then you lose the purity of how it's supposed to evolve because you're bringing people in that has no business being there. Allow the evolution to happen and allow it to happen with yourself, okay? Stop trying to ask everyone for their opinion so that you can allow the vision to evolve the way that it needs to. Not saying that it's going to happen and not saying that you can avoid opinions because that's that's ridiculous. But what you want to try to do is allow that thing to settle before you go out and shop things. Because while it's transforming, you want it to be in its purest state as you can. Keep that thing moving, you know, keep that thing moving. So once we going back to going back to the serenity prayer, accept the things that you can't change. That then once again will allow you to focus on the present. Allow you to not look at what's ahead because you have to figure out how to get through this time of uncertainty. 
You have to widen your stance a bit. You have to widen your stance a bit and see the bigger picture of what's going on. There are some risks that you're going to have to take. You're not going to know what the deuce it ha- like what what happens if the algorithm changes. You're gonna have to figure out what change occurred in the algorithm and what you need to do to keep yourself aligned with the algorithm. You may have to take risks of changing some things of your concept, changing some wording, changing some formats, changing the time frame of your video, changing when you upload. You have to take some sort of risk, get out of the habit or the routine that you had before because now it's obsolete. It doesn't work anymore. So in a time of uncertainty and gray area of you don't know, you got to figure it out. And in order for you to figure it out, you got to take some risks and allow your intuition to guide you into the direction that it needs to go in the direction that it needs to go. I knew it was going to be a little bit of a lengthy episode, but I ain't going to keep y'all too much longer because this is this is pretty long. It's pretty long. So I'm going to stop this thing right here. Listen, we want our creations to sustain us financially. In order to do that, we have to find the sweet spot between being stubborn of our vision, holding that thing hostage and being flexible enough as a business minded entrepreneur to be flexible with the market, to be flexible with your consumers, to be flexible to these algorithms, to be flexible to the ever constant change. Understanding that that thing happens and being able to maneuver and excel in this ever changing business sense. You feel me? It can happen. We have to be open-minded to it and we have to take the risks and know what we need to do or figure that thing out. It's okay to figure that out. It's okay to get it wrong. Just get it wrong and get back up on that horse. Okay. Okay. I'll see y'all next week. Next week. Next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Terry Nikki. If you like this episode, don't be stingy. Feel free. Go ahead and share it. Send this to anyone you feel is in their own way and just need a little bit of a nudge. Also, follow me on social media at TOA underscore Dreamer on IG, Twitter, and TikTok for more content. Follow me on Facebook at TOA Dreamer, no underscore, because they wouldn't let me. And do me a favor. Y'all know how finicky this algorithm is. Rate me on the podcast with your favorite platform. It'll help this message see more people. Lastly, be sure to have those notifications on because y'all never know when I may feel extra and drop a bonus episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time.